Hey, Fit Family, I am so excited you are tuning into today's episode. This episode with Ivory Granger, Confident Life Coach, she is amazing. This is a Holy Spirit packed episode. I kid you not, when I went and edited this episode, there were so many Holy Spirit moments and truth bombs just about life, our lives, our health, our fitness turning to the Holy Spirit, what that looks like in the church when we're seeking help, what it looks like to seek help outside of the church for our health and our fitness and our mental health. And we just unpack a lot in this short little episode. So you are going to be so blessed by this episode. I cannot wait for you to dive in. I would love for you to give a review on the podcast app with either five stars or written review. Written review goes pretty far and helps other listeners know that this is a worthwhile listen. And so if you wouldn't mind doing me that favor, that would be amazing. But as of right now, let's dive into this episode because it is fire. You are listening to the Move Your Body Differently podcast, where we talk about how your theology of God affects your wellness journey. I'm Shayla Darty, a Jesus follower, wife, mama, and owner of SD Fitwell. I know staying healthy and fit can often feel like an obligation and can leave you feeling defeated, anxious, and maybe in an endless cycle of losing and gaining weight and wondering why in the world you just can't get it right. And that's why I'm on a mission to see generations of women take back their health and fitness from the enemy and instead honor God with their bodies by exercising and eating healthy because we get to not because we have to. For too long as women, we've been held captive by a never reaching standard of body beauty, and it is time to break free. By seeing your wellness through the lens of the gospel, you can be empowered with boldness, more confident in the gifts God has given you, and increase your mental and physical capacity so you can be more present to those around you. If you're ready to feel free from the weight of your current health and fitness regimen, then keep listening. I can't wait to share with you how the gospel shapes our fitness and health journeys. Listen while you work out, drive in the car, or while your kids run around crazy, but go ahead and invite Jesus into your wellness journey and let's see how he changes our hearts together. Are you ready for a healthier you? Are you tired of the endless cycle of quick fixes that don't last? Introducing the 15-minute health plan call with me, Shayla, your seasoned health and fitness coach. In just 15 minutes, you get personalized guidance to break free from some old habits and achieve lasting results. You can say goodbye to shortcuts and hello to a healthier, happier you. In this call, you get to walk away with one to two action items to immediately apply for your health and your fitness journey. If this sounds like something you're interested in, then schedule your call now and start your journey to a better you. Don't miss this opportunity. Your health is worth it. Hey, Fit Family, and welcome back to the Move Your Body Differently podcast. I am excited today to have my friend Ivory Granger on the podcast. I cannot wait to introduce her, but just... Also, fun fact, we have known each other for since 2015 to early 2016. 
So over six years at this point, when I was working full-time in ministry, and we had your kids in our kids' ministry, in our preschool ministry, and so I got to know Ivory then, but she has gone on a journey since then. And so I am so excited. She is the founder and confident life coach at Radiant Life Coaching. And if you can't already tell from the name, her mission is so that she can give the opportunity for every soul to shine their brightest. She's a life enthusiast. And when she's not coaching, she enjoys doing life with her husband, who is also her best friend. I love that. Of almost (laughs) 17 years. And your three kiddos who... The oldest is almost in middle school, and I cannot believe that because Mm -hmm. the oldest was in preschool (laughs) just not too long ago. She loves to travel with her family, lead and worship at her church, and wants to bring the light and love of Jesus into everything that she does. So welcome, Ivory. Go ahead and introduce yourself from what I did not already introduce you. Yeah, no, Uh, you did it so beautifully. Thank you. Yeah, so that's a little bit who I am. I just love life. You know, we all have darkness and different things that try to steal and smother our light and so through radiate i hope to just help people know that you can shine brighter and whether that's as a mama as a wife as a single like whatever you're calling whatever your place college student i've worked with young girls as young as 11 so just every woman and every woman that you know exists they have the opportunity to be the best and brightest version of themselves that i just want to help them walk into that because god wants that for them too so i'm yeah. so excited to be here Shayla, y'all she was such a gift to me when my babies were little Woo, she's a gift so i'm so excited to be here oh. with her today yeah <laughs> i know it's it's been so fun to reconnect after all these years since i, yeah. I left that church when i got married which was in 2017 mm-hmm. and so It's been a while, but I ask all of my guests in the first episode the same five questions so that my audience can get to know you. And then also, if any of your audience is listening and wants to get to know you a little bit better too, the first question I ask is, what made you first start taking your health seriously? Yeah, great question. So I've kind of been really health focused since I was young because I started having health issues at 11. And so Um, those health issues kind of navigated until 16 when I finally got a diagnosis. And then from there, just trying to figure out how to live with this disease and, you know, become, go go through college, go through high school. I had to drop out of high school the second semester of my junior year because my body was just like struggling. And and what was that disease? Yeah. So I have endometriosis. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. Endometriosis. And so, you know, didn't find out until 16. And then, you know, was just trying to navigate what this looked like. I was able to get married, but had multiple surgeries in between all of that. Um, And they're like, Ivory, you'll never have babies. And I was like, okay, well, then we found a specialist in Atlanta. He was able to do a specialized surgery at Endometriosis Care Center. And I was pregnant within six months. And then we had another one in, what was it, when my oldest was eight months we were pregnant with my second mm. and then when he was 14 months we had our little girl on the way and so they're all miracles the doctor said I would struggle to carry babies and so I'm very grateful so uh-huh. pregnancy was phenomenal for me because it went my disease into remission yeah but after that it got really really bad to the point where in 2018 2019 I was basically bedridden and using a cane um, and I was serving and, you know, helping in another nonprofit and just was living my best life, right? And so to have all of that stripped away was really hard. However, 
we end up getting help from the Mayo Clinic and they have yeah. a pain rehab center program. And that's where I really started to be able to really lean into health, understand how brain is impacted in the brain and then how to live as a result and not let it run you. But their theme is function over feeling, baby. So yeah. I learned how to function over feeling. And so that my health journey and really knowing how to exercise my body and how to live in a healthy way really started as a young girl, but really has been impacted as a result of the endometriosis and all that I've been living with with that. So Yeah. And so just real quick, the they were teaching you pain management yeah. through yeah. What what types of things were they teaching you with that? Yeah, it was phenomenal. So basically they teach you that all of pain is in our brain. And so you're if you're living with chronic pain, mm -hmm. it can feel like your brain is on fire or your whole body is on fire based yeah. on just whatever you're dealing with, right? Because your body has come become sensitized to pain. It's called central sensitization syndrome. Yeah. And yep. so your body becomes overly sensitive to pain. And so it could just be a flicker of pain, but your body has become so sensitive to it that it's like, we're at fire. Yeah. And so basically what happens is they teach you through managing your schedule, through not doing pain behaviors that remind your pain, your body you're in pain. They teach you how to retrain your brain in order to function over feeling because your yeah. feeling isn't accurate, right? It's not yeah. telling you the truth. It's actually lying to you. And mm -hmm. so when you can use your brain to say, okay, body, you're not hurting. So you're going to go exercise. Okay, yeah. body, you don't feel good, but you know what? I need to make you strong so I can function better. Okay. Hey, I need to work out because not only is it going to strengthen my body, but it also is going to help my brain. So yes, they teach yes. you through stress management and exercise and physical therapy, how to really become in charge and own your brain, not let your illness control you but let you control your illness so yeah which is amazing life yeah and I don't know if you've actually heard of this the Alisa Keaton before she is the founder of Revelation Wellness which is a faith-based fitness and health company mm -hmm. and I'm actually certified through them and in how to like incorporate the gospel into your health and fitness practice and she came out with a book earlier this year called the body revelation and the tagline for that is how to metabolize pain Mm. through health and wellness. And it's a lot of what the Mayo Clinic does, but brings it mm. to that spiritual level as well through that. the Lord and, and exercise and how basically how to use exercise and health to metabolize your pain. And like you were saying, mm. retrain your brain and re like re not reconfigure. That's probably not the best word, mm -hmm. but retrain mm -hmm. those, yeah. those neural pathways, yeah. be able to either know if it's true pain or know if it's something that needs to be worked out, exactly. which is a, which is a very fine line when it comes to our bodies. Because if you have all this inflammation, you may be like, well, mm -hmm. I'm doing anything because it's just going to make the inflammation worse. And that can happen sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then other times can actually make it better. And absolutely. It's just, absolutely. And many times you have to work with a doctor or someone who's yeah. specialized in it. But if it's like a, if it's anything chronic or like fatigue or, and it's not necessarily like a legit, like they, they separate it between acute and chronic. Acute yeah. is something that's new, that's creating new symptoms, whereas chronic is, it's kind of the same thing over and over back pain, you know, and there's, but there's exercises that you can do that your mm -hmm. body can handle that will strengthen everything to actually help you feel better. And over time, those, those overworked and oversensitized neurons will mm -hmm. calm down and that can actually help decrease pain overall, which is fascinating yeah. because it's yeah. all in your brain and you just got to stop feeding the, the cookie. 
stuff that they yep. tell us. Yeah, yeah. Just amazing how the Lord has made our bodies and yeah. how could we not believe in a creator when we learn these things because 100%. it's it, the Lord and also even just ways that Satan gets in so easily through thoughts. And it just takes the, the scripture of take every thought captive 100%. like so much more deeply when it's a physical response of pain or inflammation or something like that, whether acute or chronic. Now that we know a little bit of your background, how do you with your family create a culture of health for yourself and your family? Yeah. So with our family, we have three kids and my two older ones are neurodivergent. So that means that they have a brain difference. So my oldest has what used to be called Asperger's, it's autism one now. And then my second son has a processing disorder where he doesn't retain short-term information. Nah. So health and eating is so important to help their brain function well. And then with me and all my stuff, right, I have to eat in a way that's going to fuel my body. So yeah. we're really big on trying to limit too much sugar. And we really try to eat lots of fruits and vegetables. And then activity-wise, I mean, my kids are running constantly. They're outside playing. I have rollerblades. They have skates. We do family walks. We have a pool. So here in Florida, if anybody knows, it's like brutally hot in the summer. <laughs> now we're in the water. We play. But activity is a huge part of how we do life because in order for our bodies to continue to work well, we have to keep them moving. And with the boys, they have all this kind of energy and even my daughter, you know, and so getting out and riding their bikes and playing basketball or playing soccer, or, you know, my Eliana, she's into um, dance and acro. And so she's flipping mm -hmm. all over the place and doing tricks, you know, but just yeah. moving our bodies, but also fueling our bodies with good food so that we can then live the best life that God created us for. Yeah. Yeah. Which. And I feel like coming from your perspective, it it became a it is a choice and a joy to do it now, but it was out of necessity probably to begin with because of your health issues and then yeah. understanding their their neuro divergency and what that meant and what how food related to that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's 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 it's a lot. Really journey. And even still, like food I think is one of the hardest things. I can be an emotional eater. And so mm -hmm. learning how to say, okay, wait, that will taste good now, but that will not give you the long-term benefits that you're looking for, you know? Yeah. And that's where like coaching comes in because then it's like, okay, wait, Ivory, you know, building self-awareness. Why am I going to the food? What am I looking for? Oh, wait, so the Lord said you're going to Jesus is my comforter, not this, you know, piece of chocolate. Like, and obviously there's room for moderation, but right. there's just a level of like understanding the why we do what we do. And that can really help us be successful long-term. So with the boys, it's like, hey, you can have that piece of candy, but this is what it potentially could do to your brain and your body and educating and teaching. So now to, oh, yeah. it's not just like, oh, I don't get to have it. No, let's inform, let's educate so we can all live as the best versions of ourselves and as the healthiest versions of ourselves. Because when we aren't, that's when the enemy can get a foothold and he can yeah. keep our bodies and our health as, you know, hindrances to who we were supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you can start that at any age, like with our son, our, our oldest, he's four. And even from the very beginning, we we've always tried to talk about food in a positive way. We've always, you know, things in moderation, like you said. But even the other day for his birthday, we had some family in town and we went and got ice cream. Now he's allergic to dairy, he has a, a milk protein allergy. And so we got dairy free ice cream. But, but my husband 
loaded him up with some ice cream and some gummies. Like, you know, it's one of those places where you can put toppings on it and get whatever. <laughs> and for the most part that we know of, it was all dairy free. Right. But it, like he had more. My son had more in his bowl than I had in my bowl. And I mean, he ate it all. He was determined to eat it all, which is totally fine. But then like the days after that, he was like, my belly hurts. And so we were able to open up and have that conversation of like, where do you think it came from? Do you think maybe it was from all the sugar that you ate? Did that feel good in your body? Did that Mm -hmm. feel worth it for you? And sometimes he'll be like, yeah, it was totally worth it. (laughs) And sometimes it feels that way. Yeah. But then this time he was like, no, it was not worth it. I don't want that again. And I was like, yeah, that's... I can, you know, we get that way sometimes, buddy, but it's all about listening to your body. Then I feel like you can do that at any age, whether, you know, it's out of necessity or out of desire, whichever way it's, it's when it's out of necessity, you have to be doing it. But, you know, having the choice as well to, to, to teach your kids that, especially in the culture that we live in right now is is so vital for a lot of different areas, Mm -hmm. but Knowing your background with health, with even your life coaching now, you know, working with your clients, why do you believe it's necessary to build your health from and fitness from a biblical perspective? Oh, my goodness. That's a good question. And I love that because I believe that God made our bodies and but we're both physical and spiritual. And so in order for us to really be able to be who we were created to be, we have to honor our bodies as the temple. Because we're housing the spirit of the living God, right? Like if we think back to the Old Testament, Jesus and God the Father would tabernacle with his people by a cloud, right? And and that's how we would know his presence was there, right? But now he lives inside of us. And so if we are not being proactive about how we live and how we eat and how we exercise and how we move, then like I said earlier, that can be a foothold that the enemy uses to keep us stuck, to keep us yeah. from progressing, to accomplish the kingdom purpose that he has for us. Because the Bible says that we were created to do good works that were adorned for us, ordained for us before we were even here. And mm. so if we are supposed to do those works, but we aren't putting the focus on how we're housing the temple or being the temple that has the Holy Spirit, man alive, we could be really hindering the work mm. that God has for us to do. And so I think it's so important that we really mind our bodies as the physical, but also the spiritual, because they are very much connected and they will impact how we live and serve and be the people that God created us to be. And whether we will fully align ourselves with that or not. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I love all of what you just said, but even when you're saying like aligning ourselves, which is such a, a example of even in fitness, you know, for me coming from the fitness side of things, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we talk a lot about alignment and form Mm -hmm. and how is your posture and just even that, how much of a representation Mm -hmm. that is of the gospel in our lives. Like how much are we aligning ourselves to the Bible and having a biblical worldview Mm -hmm. about our body, our health, our minds, every area of our being Mm -hmm. how are we lining up to that spiritually and with a biblical worldview i think is is so key to having this healthy and whole lifestyle that you're talking about and so how do you help as a life coach Mm -hmm. and how do you help others through health 
specifically health. You work mm-hmm. more with mental health, I believe, mm-hmm. and, and those types of areas. But how do you help others? I think you you serve both women and men or mostly women. I do serve both men and women, but I I feel like I'm a woman, so I'm going to get a woman as, you know, I'm going to get a woman more. Now, if a man is like, I really just feel like God is leading me to coach with you, I'll be like, hey, we can try a few sessions, but see how it goes. But my yeah, heart yeah. is really for women because I mm-hmm. can most understand and, you know, because I'm a woman, so I get right. a woman, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't discriminate. Come on, men now. Right. Well, you can start right too, okay? Yeah. yeah. But you're going to relate to women more. Yes. But that's like my, that's my main niche is women. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to working with women, I actually have a client that I'm working with now and she came to me because she was struggling to keep the weight off. And she's like, mm-hmm. I just can't move forward. And I'm like, well, honey, I won't be, I mean, I could tell you what I do, but one thing that's cool about coaching is it's not me giving advice. It's right. me simply holding space to help you navigate and do introspective questions and maybe different perspectives that you haven't seen before that I'm hearing as you're speaking. So yeah. she came to me, she's like, well, I just want to understand, like, if there's anything underneath this weight thing, like why I can't get this, keep this weight off. And Mm. oh my word, we have been meeting for almost a year now. And what God has done in this year of just introspection and deep diving, her weight was just a symptom of so many core lies, core Mm. beliefs, um, things that were limiting her, negative thought patterns and stuff that was rooted in childhood, like reactions and responses that would lead her to eat or not learning coping skills. I'm finding, oh my word, as I do this work, that many people have never been trained how to have coping skills. They don't know how to say no when, you know, it's been, candy has been their, you know, their go-to or in some cases, like, I just need my glass of wine, like whatever that is. Like, okay, but why? But what is it? What is it that makes you want that? What are you feeling? When mm-hmm. you want to go to that thing or the food yeah. or when you want something salty or you want something sweet, like let's unpack that. And it's fascinating mm-hmm. what you will find as a result. And so that is kind of how we can focus through coaching on, okay, let's see how this is translating, how this limiting mm-hmm. belief, how these, um, I don't know, these lies or these negative thoughts or these maybe misguided interpretations or messages that you're believing. What's the recorder in your head saying about your weight, right? What's the recorder in your head saying about food? What if your relationship with food? What if your relationship, you know, just unpacking that, it can be transformational and help people really understand the why and build self-awareness so they can move forward. And sometimes I had another client who is a new mom and she was just like, man, I just can't get the weight off. And we were, so then we were like, well, she was doing all the things. But then Mm. if you know about stress and cortisol and all this stuff, like, and she just has so much on her plate. And once we started helping her understand how to put more peace in her life, guess what happened? Mm. The weight came off, right? And and it's not always about weight. It's health. It's just maintaining a healthy lifestyle, feeling your best, Mm -hmm. right? But so much of that is attached to what's going on in our heads. Yes. And what we're holding in our heart. And I think a lot of times we don't even realize that. And so we're attacking, oh, I got to get this diet or let me just work out more. And it's like, yes, do all of those things, but Mm -hmm. let's do the heart work so that your body can follow and you can have a whole body, mind and soul health and fitness. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. That's, 
I often refer to life coaches and it's actually been this year, I've probably referred more to life coaches before uh, than I ever have in the the Mm. past because I am not one. (laughs) <laughs> and they are trained, but but with the health and fitness industry, you it almost becomes that. And absolutely, when you and while I have a background in seminary, you know, in biblical mm-hmm. counseling and those kind of things, you know, I, I have enough knowledge and wisdom to be able to provide. But there are just some people who are more gifted to be able to ask those questions, mm-hmm. hold that space, mm-hmm. and help women or men find that peace in their minds and in their hearts. And it's so, even with some of the clients who I work with, we do a whole unit on mindset and Mm -hmm. just fixed mindset and growth mindset and like you're saying, limiting beliefs. And I think too, it's so interesting to me. And maybe you can speak into this a little bit, Ivory, of just we culturally, I don't know, as Christians or believers, I feel like when we think we're, we're, when we're a believer, when we have mm-hmm. Jesus in our lives, we have professed him, for whatever reason, our mindset, we just don't ever work on our mindset. <laughs> and I don't understand why that, that's not a thing. And that's why we need people like you. And, you know, like we need people out there helping break these walls down. Because, mm-hmm. but, Yet scripture talks so heavily mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. our thoughts and even like even physically, our thoughts affects what we feel, which affects mm-hmm. what we do, mm-hmm. you know, like the psychoneurology mm-hmm. and yeah. it's there, but it's, I don't understand why there's this big disconnect between mm-hmm. us truly. And I think maybe it's, it's the grin and bear it syndrome mm-hmm. or just pull, pull mm-hmm. up by your strap syndrome mm-hmm. kind of thing mm-hmm. of like well it's it's not my mind you know mm-hmm. it's what mm-hmm. that doesn't affect every area well i've been going through a mindset series with one of my clients recently and she was like i'm totally realizing how this fixed mindset <laughs> affects not only my fitness and my health but every other area of my life yeah and she's like i never never mm-hmm. would have realized this and and so I don't know, what is your opinion on that? Like, what do you think it's just mm. Satan keeping us from that? Or do you think yeah. it's just not, it's that mentality culture of like, you're a big girl, put your big girl panties on, you know, like, yeah. like yeah. kind of thing. I would say we have a very real enemy and mm. the enemy is going to do whatever he can to try to keep God's people in the dark with all these things. But then there's also a huge stigma in the church regarding mental health. Yes. If I can just be real. Okay. Go for, you um, were real. And so I think for years, right? And and I think it all has incredible roots. Like I think at the beginning, it was like psychology, careful. I don't know, you know, but there is science that is based and it's and it's it's um, it's foundation. You can see the roots in scripture, right? And so I'm not saying go believe all the hoopla, 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 but I'm right. saying there is science. And when the Bible can back the science, we need to take note. But I think in fear, right? Fear, I think, is one of the major curses that Christian and Oregon people that follow Jesus, they struggle with, right? And so in fear and an effort for people not to get caught up in stuff, they're just like, well, no, all you need is Jesus and the Bible and you yeah. come to church. And that's yeah. all, you know, and I and I get that right because they are trying to protect people. But yeah. we have got to lean into the Holy Spirit. He is our guide. He is our teacher. 
and he wants us to get help. And God has created people like me, like you, who are specialized in different areas to provide the body of Jesus Christ help so they can find freedom, so they can find wholeness. I mean, so many believers are carrying around trauma. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about trauma, right? And that's why they're struggling with their eating. They're struggling with fitness because they have stuff. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, to not be held back by the sin that does so easily beset us. And Mm -hmm. all the times in my coaching conversations, I say, guys, I'm literally, when we have these conversations, we're taking a jackhammer to those chains that are holding you back so you can run. But without having people in your life to shine the flashlight or say, hey, have you ever thought about it this way? Or, ooh, that sounds really painful. Have you ever dealt with that? Like, ooh, that maybe has, is abused or that, ooh, that may have been something that could cause hurt and pain. And that's how it may be showing up in you now. But mm-hmm. see, I think for so many years, the church has been like, no, we can't go there. No, you just need Jesus. And we do, y'all. I'm the yeah. first one to say we need all the Jesus. Mm-hmm. But there becomes a point where we need the Jesus in each other and the mm-hmm. giftings and the talents, the power of the Holy Spirit that he has anointed and appointed us to be as his priest to yeah. be able to come into your life and say, hey, there's more. Can we talk about this? And yeah. just giving people permission that it's not a sin to go yeah. outside of the church to get the help you need in order for you to live the life that God's called you to be. Yeah. Yeah. To live, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. So I, think it, I think it's spiritual, obviously, because the mm-hmm. enemy wants to keep us imprisoned and in bondage. But yeah. I think the stigma of, I mean, what is life coaching? Counseling? No, I don't need counseling. You know, I think there's this, this stigma and it's caused people to be afraid. And so people are stuck in their trauma. They're stuck in their habits. They're stuck. And they don't know how to get out, but they're like, well, I'm praying and I'm reading my Bible and going to church. So that's enough. Yeah. And I think I am just like, but what if it's not? And what if you just take the chance and you, if you feel the Holy Spirit is opening the door, take the chance because he wants you to be free. And he's gifted Christian counselors and Christian coaches and Christian fitness experts to be able to help come beside you so you can walk out the life you're intended for. You don't have to do it alone. And God is not, he's, he's providing these people. So take advantage of it because we want to help. Like, you know, you want to help women and men be their most fit selves. I want to help women be whole and healthy so they can shine and be the brightest version of themselves. We have it in us that people have to have permission and give themselves permission to take the step to avoid the stigma and do what God's calling them to do. Yeah, absolutely. And in scripture says, love the Lord your God with all your heart mind soul and strength you know that's the literal literally he gives us the formula so to speak of having a healthy whole free self in him of course we have to have absolutely but i i totally agree that the stigma is definitely there and i think i think it's just awareness Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. it awareness of no you need to work on your mindset that's huge you know, like people can be working on their nutrition with me, their work, you know, their fitness, they can be reading their Bible and that's great. But if they're not working on their mind, truly nothing will change. And that's, and I think that's, and I love what you said too, about how the Lord has gifted us all in these various ways. And sometimes like now we are all the church, we are all the church body, but like going outside, like you said, the church walls and finding that in other believers, I think what is a huge struggle. Somebody asked me this the other day about what's your biggest struggle being in the health and the fitness industry. And I was like, my biggest struggle 
is that Christian women would prefer to go to a non-Christian mm-hmm. fitness trainer or non-Christian fitness coach and receive advice from them because their body looks good from the outside than somebody who has their most spiritual hope in mind, which would, of course, would be me and you know my friends in the health and fitness industry who are believers. And I think that's the hardest part, even with counseling or life coaching in any of those areas. Like, well, they have X, Y, Z, thousand, you know, 200 million followers, not, not really, but, you know, like mm-hmm. all these followers mm-hmm. on Instagram mm-hmm. or there's the influ- the Instafluencers or whatever they're called mm-hmm. now and, <laughs> and coaching influencer, you know, there's all of these areas and it's like, why, what is it that would, we would rather go outside of the church body to seek help? Now, if there were people inside the church body, yeah. then I on that you know you have to be able because then now you're you're doing double the work like now you have to decipher through a biblical worldview if what they're saying is actually accurate of your body and your viewpoint of your body and who god has called you to be you know and so i think that that's such a it's that's tough in our industry because no matter what it is coaching in regard no matter what how we're coaching it's tough because i think the bringing more awareness to it, I think is happening. And I truly believe there is a shift. I can feel it in my yeah. spirit, yeah. like that there is this shift going on, but it's going to take a little bit and it's going to take more of us filtering this industry, health, fitness, life coaching, all of that yeah. to be able to break free. And I think so many yeah. of us don't realize how much in bondage we are in our minds, uh-huh. you know, and and it keep and it keeps us in chronic pain. It yep. keeps us in chronic inflammation. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of it goes back to your mind mm-hmm. and what you're thinking. Are you always yeah. having negative thoughts? If you're always yeah. having negative thoughts and always talking negatively, well, yep. chances are your body's probably gonna have a hard time <clears throat> because you know, your body, your mind talks to your body. That's right. And the Bible says that death and life is in the power of the tongue. Okay, Mm, but that's also in what we're saying in our heads, you know, and I think as a body of believers, as followers of Jesus, he that he he went away, but he gave us his spirit. And I see as believers, we got to step into the spirit like God. Okay, I'm struggling. And I see that girl. She looks good. And she has a lot of followers. But Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit, where do you want me to go? Right. And really believe that the Holy Spirit wants to guide you to the people that you need. Because he's not a God that likes plays. He could be like. Oh, yeah. nope, I'm hiding. Okay, oh, yeah. now can you see me now? Oh, I'm... no, he's like, seek me and you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. Like, ask, yeah. speak, and knock, and the door will be open. Jeremiah yeah. 3033, call unto me and I will answer you and show you mm-hmm. great and mighty things which you know not. Like, yes, there is, there are people doing it that don't know Jesus, and there are people and they're successful and they're amazing. But when you come to people who are your sisters and brothers in Jesus, we now are using the power of the Holy Spirit. And there's a completely different level that you're going to get with a believer or follower of Jesus because if they're in alignment with the Holy Spirit, now he's filtering through them. And now you're getting work that's not even about what you're there for, but it's like the spiritual transformation that's happening Mm -hmm. in the process. And that's not only now physical healing, now it's emotional, spiritual, body, all the things. And it's hitting every area of your life. And Mm -hmm. what a gift to give yourself. And what a gift to, you know, be able to give to others. Yeah, absolutely. And so with that, 
what is your favorite part about helping others? I know this is a big question, <laughs> but if you could kind of narrow it down, what is your favorite part of coaching others? Yes. Oh, my word. My favorite part about helping others is getting to watch God transform them and getting to be a catalyst to watch my clients become who God created them to be. Mm -hmm. I always tell people as I do this work that I literally feel like a doula for the soul. So in our <laughs> like we're coming for this content. I love that. Yes. And so as I sit in clients in, in, in these sessions, I get to literally see them labor to bring the person to light the darkness in their life has tried to smother from shining. And yeah. that is a gift. Watching people be like, oh my word, I've never seen that before. I had no idea that this thing connected me to this and now I'm asking it out this way. Or, oh my word, I, I never saw how God was preparing me for this moment in time by this hard thing and that hard thing. Or, oh my word, I re look at how God used this experience to propel me here and then put me there. Like I get to be the puzzle arranger that helps put the person put their puzzle pieces together so they can live out the vision that God created for them to live and yeah. walk and experience and be. And oh my word, what? I get to do this for my life? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yes. I love it. And I love, I love that you use that example. It's and and here's why, because I I don't know if you remember this, but I actually trained to be a doula in See? 2017. I think you remember that actually. Yeah. Yeah, when, when I was leaving um, the church that I was at full-time because I was already married to mm -hmm. my husband at the time, and I was leaving so that I could serve with him. I, mm -hmm. I had already serving at two different churches for like nine months, and I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And I knew a doula and a doula trainer. I was like, well, I love moms, mm -hmm. obviously. Like, why not, you know, be a part of birth, too? <laughs> so I got trained as a doula. And it was it was good. I you went to several births, did several mm -hmm. births, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I got more into the fitness side of it because I also trained mm -hmm. with CrossFit at the same time, getting my CrossFit right. level one, and then a few other you know certifications after mm -hmm. that. Specialized in prenatal and postpartum fitness, mm -hmm. but with that doula background, I just remember thinking, I am not this type of person to because with that you like it's emotional. It's yeah. And I, I am an encourager, but at right. the same time, it was one of those you can like I knew my gifting was in a different area of of health and fitness. Uh -huh. And so I love that that's your example, because the truth is we are all like it goes back to what you said, too. We're all gifted in so many ways. And that having mm -hmm. that type of person in your life, a doula for your soul, yeah. literally, who's going to help you walk through the hardest parts of your life like labor mm -hmm. is. And they're with you, guide you, direct you, and help you make wise choices and hold okay. space for it too. Yeah. So incredible. And I love that. And uh, just, I, I am sure your clients love you and just see so, so many breakthroughs because when you give them that opportunity and give them which apparently we all need. We sure do, honey. We sure no, do. That holds us back too, is feeling like we, you know, need permission. And yeah. although the Lord's already freely given it, yeah, has been great. You know, we're going back to the cross for it every time. I'm sure that just the the growth that they see is, and that even you see, like you just said about your favorite part, that like seeing that happen, that transformation, and 
seeing them let go. Like that's what we're in this for is for freedom. Yeah. You know, and for Christ set us free, you know, and so it's our job as believers and disciplers to help set others free too. you know, get free, stay free and then set others free as well. Oh, that is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We're going to have another episode where we are talking more specifically about what she does as a coach. And I can't wait to dive into that more. Obviously, I ask many more questions than what I tell you I'm going to ask. So I'm sure you're excited for the next episode. But thank you, Ivory, so much. And thank you you for your time, too, and being on on the podcast and just dropping a word today. I cannot... I'm going to have to go through and like get all the quotable, shareable quotes from this episode because there are so many. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. I prayed for that, honey. I prayed. I was like, Lord, show up. Let it be you, Lord. Let it be you. It is. Holy Spirit is shining. And so thank you so much. And FitFam, we will see y'all in the next episode. Hey, FitFam. It's a blessing to be in this journey with you. The best thing you can do after listening to this podcast is to leave a written review so that other mamas can see the value in their health and fitness journey through the lens of the gospel. Be sure to tap subscribe so you get notified when a new episode airs. I am the most personal, personal trainer out there. My clients, app subscribers, and podcast listeners really do become my good friends. So if we haven't already, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram at SDFitWell. Shoot me a DM and let's start a conversation. I truly want to see the Lord work in your wellness journey and be in it with you. I'm so grateful you've listened. Let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I can't wait to chat with you in the next episode.